We are learning the Sikha of Mishpatim Hay in Chelik Tezayan, which discusses Rasha's understanding of the Onon, the cloud, which Moshe walked in, and the different Perushim in the Onon of Matan as it's going to be discussed in length in the Sikha, and especially also in the Ores. Before we start the Sikha, I would like to go over just a small piece of Gemara in Yumed of Dalad, which is the Rasha that is being brought in the end of Parshas Meshpotim that the Sikha discusses. The Gemara in Yuma brings a machleikas between Rishlakish and Rabbi Yochanan. The psukim, which are written in the end of Parshas Mishpatim, the last three psukim begins, Vayishkoin, Kvoid Hashem, Alar Sinai, Vayechaseyu, Eonon, Sheishas Yomim. Which the Pasik tells us that the Kvoid Hashem, the glory of Hashem, rested upon Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it for a six-day period. He called Moshe on the seventh day from Toicha Onon, from the midst of the clouds. When was the story of this cloud? So there is an opinion the Gemara brings in the name of Rabbi Yosei Aglili. That this story happened after Matan Taylor, after the Aseres Adibris, which was given at Matan Torah, and then six days that cloud was hovering the mountain, Arsinai, and that gave Moshe the opportunity during these six days to be poidash, to be uh, preparing himself properly with separation from everything else, in to be viskadesh, to be sanctified in that cloud before he went up to meet me the Shechina. So it clearly happened after Matantel. This is Rabbi Yisrael's opinion. Rabbi Kiva argues, and he says that that Vayishko in Kvayd Hashem actually began on Roshchoy the Sivin, and when it says that the Onom was covering the mountains six days, it's referring to the first six days in Rishchoi de Sivin, which was before Matan Then the Gemara discusses more details into the Machlekes, and what the Gemara comes out is basically there is three different discussions in the Spasig which Rabbi Yaisi Aglili argues with Rabbi Akiva. Number one is the one we just mentioned, that according to Rabbi Yosei Aglili, the six days were the six days after Matan Teda, which is written also in the end of Pasha's Mishpatim, which is after the story of Matan Teda. According to Rabbi Akiva, those six days was before Matan Teda. This is argument number one. Argument number two, when it says in the Pasik, and the cloud covered it, 
who was covered, according to Rabbi Yosei Aglili, Almi mentioned it was the cloud which covered Moshe Rabbeinu, and he needed to be covered by cloud in order to prepare himself properly in the cloud and through the cloud before going up to meeting the Shechina. And according to Rabbi Akiva, that cloud is literally referring to the mountain. By Yechaseihu is the Har Sinai, which is mentioned in the Pasik. Moshe himself went up many times before Matan Taylor on the mountain, like we read in Parshas Yisroi, and he wasn't needing that special preparation. The third discussion is that according to Rabbi Yossi Aglili, it was the seventh day. When it says in the Postic, Vayikro el Moshe Bayoimashvi, that seventh day refers seven days after Matan Teirah, which is basically the Teirah was given on Vav Sivin, so it was the 13th of Sivin which Hashem called Moshe to receive the Luchos and the rest of the Torah. According to Rabbi Akiva, that seventh day is actually the seventh of Sivin, when the Torah was given to Moshe, and the Torah was not only given to Moshe, but to Bnei Israel. So why does it say, Vayikro el Moshe? Says Rabbi Akiva, that Moshe was called especially in order to give him extra covet. This is the three Nekudas with Rabbi Yosei Aglili and Rabbi Akiva argues that Rashi brings in the Pasik as we're going to see later. And now we're going to look into the Sicha itself and um, see what um, the Rebbe explains and discusses in, the, in Rashi and especially also in the Ores in regard to this Machlekes of Rabbi Yosei Aglidi and Rabbi Akiva. So we're starting Ois Aleph. Besiu Masedra of the Vertel Betoichonon. So the last posik in Pasha's Mishpotim is Vayovoi Moshe Betoichonon that Moshe came in the midst of the cloud Betoichonon Vayal Elor and he went up the mountain Vayi Moshe Bohor Arboim Yoim Vaboim Lailo Moshe was on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights. So that Toichonon in the midst of the cloud says Rashi, which is the last Rashi in Parshas Meshpotim, Besoicha Onon, Onon Zeh Kemin Oshon, who? That this cloud is like a kind of smoke. Be'oso le'akodesh baruchu shvilet betoichoi, and Hashem made for Moshe a path inside that smoke, that cloud, which is Kemin Oshon, which is of kind of a smoke. So the Rebbe starts up with a question on this Rashi. It's indemnity to move. It's not understood in this Rashi. Onon ver b'chlal gitaij vulcan. Onon, which is a cloud, is a cloud. When Oshon meant roich. When it says Oshon, it means smoke. A cloud and smoke are two separate uh, ideas, two separate things. 
Not only are there two separate things, Nochmer, even more so, there are two opposite things. How are they opposites? Because Onon, Verd Gishaft, Fumayim. Cloud is made out of water. That's usually when we refer to clouds, the heavenly clouds is what it's, what it's being made from uh, small droplets, and that's what creates the cloud. On Oshon, smoke in the other end, Funesh is being made out of fire. Generally, when we speak about a cloud, we speak about water. That's what a cloud is. As the Rebbe references in footnote number two, Milvat Keshem Furashacheres. Except when the Torah alone, or the Pasik tells you about a different type of cloud. Le Dugme. For example, Be'achrei. When it talks about the service of him, Keeper, dear the Pasik writes that the Vekiso Ananak Torahs, the Dictorahs is placed on the fire, and then it creates a cloud, and that cloud which is from the fire over the Ktoires, covers the Kapoires, Asher Aloeidus. So there it says there is a Anan made out of, which is called Ananaktoires. It's not the clouds that we speak usually. The usually cloud that we speak about is a cloud which is made out of parcels of water, of rain. In the other end, Oshon, smoke, comes from fire. That's the general type of Oshon. Here again in footnote number three, the Rebbe references Le'oyim Mipirush Rashi Beshalach Yudalet Chavdalet, which dear Rashi explains when it's written in the Pasik that Hashem, Vayashkev Hashem Al-Machli Mitzrayim Be'amud Eish Ve'onon. So it says it was fire and a cloud. So Rashi dear clear says that the Amud Onon went and created, um, formed the mud. And the Amud Eish was causing the Tmod to boil in that which created the whole situation with the horses of the Egyptians. So clearly we see that Onon and Eish, again, are two separate entities. Or another Rashi, Shirashirim, Vehoyo, Onon, Vehoshon, or the Apostolic refers to the Eden coming up from the Midbar, from the desert, Ketimrois Oshon. And Rashi Dir explains that when the, 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 the Pasik is describing Amisrol going to the desert, it was Amudo Eish and Aonon, which they were both going in front of them, which took care in killing the scorpions and the snake and burning down the thorns. And the onon, separately, and the smoke, was that when the with what the nations around saw, and that's what Shirashirim is praising the Jewish people, but that they said mi zois in a midbar. So in general, we see that onon and um, and oshon is generally separate in yonim, separate things. Onon gets created from water. Oshon comes from fire, and the question is, why does Rashi explain that the Onon was like smoke? Rashi Why does Rashi explain over here that Onon is not like everywhere else, which means a cloud, 
but rather here the cloud is the smoke. Beis, was is do bechlal shverim pshutishem mikro was Rashi davos mefarizayin. What difficulty do we have in the pasuk that Rashi is looking for an explanation? In other words, when Rashi explains a word of the pasuk, is because there is something in the pasuk which bothers us, and Rashi is coming to help us understand it. But simply when we read Vayovei Moshe Beteicho Onon, is seemingly no difficulty. Moshe walked into the cloud, and there's no question what what type of cloud. He walked into the cloud. So why does Rashi need to tell us that it was Kemin Oshon? These are the two questions on Rashi. So clearly this is Seif Aleph. Rashi says, Onon Ze Kemin Oshon. The question is, where does Rashi take it, that this is the type of cloud, and why does he even tell it to us? Or is base. Weiter is Rashi Mamshich, ve'osolei HaKadosh Baruch Hu le'moyshe shvil betoichoi. That Hashem made Moshe have shvil, he created for him a special path inside that cloud. The mocker from the Minyan is, I'm sorry, it's in Gemara. The same Gemara we mentioned earlier in the introduction in Yumed of Dalet of Beis, the Gemara there is where it discusses this and explains this concept. Ober, Dort, Kumtos al Tateretz of the Stiretz Vishn Tzvei Psukim. If you look in the Gemara, the Gemara explains us that there was a path in the midst of the cloud because the Gemara discusses a contradiction, a seemingly contradiction between two Psukim. What are the two Psukim? Gemara says, Ksiv, it's written, and this is in Pasha's Pekudei, Velo yochel Moshe lovo yel oyel moyed, that Moshe couldn't have come into oyel moyed, why? Ki shochan olova onon, because the cloud was dwelling over the oyel moyed, but seemingly the cloud didn't allow him to enter. Uksiv, then in our parsha Mishpatim, what does it say? Vayovei Moshe betoicho anon. That Moshe walked in in the midst of the cloud. So this is what the Gemara was bothered, the contradiction that here it says that Moshe walked in in the midst of the cloud. How is it possible for Moshe to walk in in the midst of the cloud when the Torah tells us in Pasha Spekude that when there is a cloud, Moshe cannot walk into the oil moed. And there the Gemara brings, first of all, a um, one answer that Rebishter actually grabbed Moshe, held Moshe, and he took him in, he led him into the cloud, even though usually he couldn't have come. But then is what the Gemara says, and Rashi brings here, is in the name of Dvei Rabbi Shmuel Tana. In the Academy of Rabbi Shmuel, this is what they taught us, that Nemar Khan Betoich, in the Pasik in Pashat Vishpati, it says, Vayova Moshe betoicho onon. Benemar le'alon, and later, earlier, in Pashat Beshalach, it says also the word betoich, in the midst. It's when the Eden crossed the Yamsuf, so it says, Vayova Yubnei Yisrael besoich hayom. So the Gemore Darshan with Agzero Shove, the word betoich, which is written by Kreas Yamsuf, and the betoich, which is written here, is male alone beshvil, just as in Kriyas Yamsuf, there was a path in the Yam, 
And what's the right? There was a path, the chsiv, because it says later in Kiyas Yamsu, Vamaim Loim Choimo, that the water stood like a fortified wall, Miyeminom so they walked in between those, the water which stood on the right, on their right and on their left. So clearly by Yamsu there was a shvil. Afghan here too, when it says in Mishpotim, Vayovoi Moshe Betoichonon, shvil. It means there was a shvil, there was a path inside the Onon, and that's what gave Moshe the ability to enter. This is why and how the Gemara comes up with the idea of a shvil, of a path in the midst of the Onon. So the Rebbe asked, we understand in the Gemara why the Gemara is coming up with the shvil idea. And the Gemara needs to explain it because the Gemara is dealing specifically with a contradiction of Psukim. Oberim Perush Rashi Do, Kemenit learning as there is ois in the midst of a renfer In Rashi, we can't learn that Rashi is interested in responding and resolving that contradiction. While this stira wird er später. This contradiction is only going to come up later when you're going to get to Pasha's Pekude in Pasik Velo Yochel Moshe. In the end of Pekude, when it said that Moshe could not walk in to the cloud, then you're going to have a question. What do you mean? In Pasha's Mishpotim, it says that he came in in the cloud. And that's the case of Drashe Gidav Parenfer on the Stira Venzivert, Dorton. When the contradiction will occur, which is there in Pasha's Pekude, there is where Rashi is going to deal and to respond to that contradiction. But here, when we are learning Pasha's Mishpatim, there is no contradiction yet. Muslims sagen, that was Rashi Dav Pavorinen, we are Zoyot Moshe Kikenta Rain in the Monon, also Akadishboch Le Moshe Shvil. That fact that Rashi does write about the shvil that Moshe needed is neither far so it's not because Rashi is looking to respond to a verse written later in Pekude, Moshe not able to come. Because that's not the way Rashi works and this is not something which is bothering the one learning Chumish before learning Pasha's Pekude. Why does he write it here? It must be nor valmi fashtei do as mikenit arankumen in a monon. It seems that because Rashi understands that when a, you will learn Pashas Vishpati and you're going to see that it says vayovay moishe betoicha onon the question is going to be how is it possible? Somehow and we still don't know why but we're going to see later but somehow it is making sense to say that it's difficult to understand Moshe entering into Aonon. And therefore Rashi, here already for this very difficulty, must immediately respond to you how it was done by describing the Shvil. But in that case, the question the Rebbe asks is Tomua. It's wondrous, it's questionable. Why would someone have difficulty with understanding Moshe entering the Aonon? And it continues. Rashi is Mefaresh Friel. In Parshas Isroi, last week's Parsha, when the Torah talks about the preparations for Martin Taylor, 
So it says there in Pedic Chav, Pasik Yitches. It says, Umoyshe Nigash El Arofel. It says, Umoyshe Nigash El Arofel. That Moshe walked over to the Arofel. It says, um, Rashi says, dear, to the, to the, to the, to the El Arofel. Let's see what Arofel is. So what does the Torah say? That what does it mean, Arofel? So in the, in the, in the Pasik, right before, <coughs> um, after the describe, description of Aser Sadibra, so it says as follows. It says, Ayamu Yidomi Rochoik, that the people stood from afar, Moshe Nigash El Arofel. Moshe approached the Arofel. Arofel in English is translated usually as fog. And Rashi says, what does the fog over here mean? Lifnim mesholish mechitzais. Choyshech onon ve'arofel. That Moshe actually went in within the three different partitions. There was a partition called Choyshech, darkness, onon, cloud, ve'arofel, and fog. But this is all descriptions which is actually mentioned in Chumish Dvarim. And and Rashi brings the Pasik deal, they all burn Boesh, Ad Leva Shamaim, that the mountain was burning in fire, and it was Choishech Onon Varofel. What is Arofel? So Rashi says that Arofel is actually means the of Onon. He went in, the fog represents the thick of the cloud. The thick of the, the thickness of the cloud. To say, as Moshe is doing, Moshe walked through, need blows, not only did he walk through darkness and clouds, he even walked through the Arofel, which, what does Arofel mean? He walked through the thickness of the cloud. So clearly we see that we're learning Pashas Yisroi, that Moshe is walking through a thick cloud, and from the Azvegen, Bavorant need Rashi, Rashi doesn't explain, and Rashi doesn't even comment, how did he make through that cloud, or how did he make through a thick cloud? Is the full Muchach, by Muchamish Le Mikro, he does me correct, Ken Kashanit, the child who learns Chumish, which is Rashi's commentary, is usually to respond to this child's understanding of the Psukim. He doesn't, he's not bothered at all. Vi Moshe can do in the monon. It does bothering him how did Moshe go through the cloud. Like we see also, as we can do in an onon, Aphilas is nishtok in Shvil. We can see that you can walk through a cloud. And you don't need to have a shvil, a path to go through it. And therefore, seemingly, Rashi Taket doesn't explain us anything in Pasha's history. Ein farvoz daferos bavorinen by onon in unza posik. So the question is, why does Rashi yet come in our posik vayovay moishe b'teich onon in Pasha's mishpatim? And he has to explain us how did he go through the onon by having a shvil. 
what, who was bothered about how? If there was an onon, you walk through the onon. You can walk through an onon. Especially that it has a motion niga shalarafel. So these are the questions on Rashi. Before we continue, we're going to go through a few um, important orders of the year. First of all, in order nine, the Rebbe references that when it says Moshe Nigash Ela Rofel, which which in the Sicha, he learns that he walked into the cloud. So the Rebbe in the footnote nine says Afshe Bakosuv Nemar Rak Nigash Elo Arofel. In the Pasuk, it doesn't say similarly that he walked into the cloud, and only that he walked El Arofel to the cloud. But it's a long Ramban here, but the Ramban take, uh, the, um, mentions the idea in the many um, the Yukim the Ramban makes on this Pasuk. The Ramban also writes amongst the Yukim, it says, Umoyshe Nigash El Arofel. And Veloyomar Shibobe Toichoi. It didn't it doesn't say that it walked into into the Arofel. So Ober that says a diuk in the Pasik, but the Pashtas it means, even as we see it in the Ramban, that um, that uh, the the idea was that Moshe did go through the cloud without seemingly needing a shvil. Order ten Regarding this um, question, which he mentions in the Pnim, inside the Sicha, then we clear, clearly that Rashi is not bothered to explain how is it possible that Moshe went into the Arofel, to the thickness of the cloud. So the Rebbe says in Oreten as follows, that in one end we can answer that possibly this is the same cloud that we are discussing in Parshas Mishpatim, and therefore in Parshas Isroi, Rashi does not explain it. Let's see the beginning of our return. V'doicha godl etaret. And it's a doichak to explain shehu lefi deyo ha'alef she'ei virashe bepirushoi lifneze. That this is according to the first opinion that Rashi brings in the end of Mishpatim in Pasik Tezayan. But as I mentioned earlier, the two opinions, this is the actually Rashi brings with begins with Rabbi Akiva's opinion. Onon, that when it says in the Pasik that the Onon, the cloud cover it, Elu that this is referring to the first six days before the Torah was given, from Rishchoi the Sivin, by Yikro El Moshe, by Yoim Ashvi, Loimar Aseres Adibres. And six days later, that was the cloud, was there for six days. And then, this is the first opinion, that was there all the way till um, Shavuos, till Matan Torah, that when the cloud covered the mountain, and then Vayikrol Moshe was on the seventh day, is the day when it was called, and Hashem said to, to, Aseres, to Moshe the Aseres Adibros. Shelefize, according to this opinion, that that's what the cloud is referring to, 
there is a cloud was deal before Matan Tera. The Fizer Yishloimar, the Vayovo in Moshe betoicha onon. When it says in our pasuk in the end of Mishpatim that Moshe walked into the mount to the cloud, U Oisoya meoiro do Moshe nigashela rofel she besoif parshas Yisroi. This is actually the same cloud which the Torah talks about in the end of Yisroi. When it says Moshe nigash elo arofel, that Moshe approached the arofel, the thick of the mountain, so it's the same arofel, and both of them are meaning and referring to the seventh day when he was called to the day when the Aseres Adibras was given the day of Matan which is after the, the cloud was there for six days. And therefore, since it's talking about the same cloud, Rashi does not explain how did he walk into the cloud. There is many details regarding the preparation for Matan which is being discussed Dafke in Parshish Mishpatim from Pedic of Dalad and onward of Eilech. Veloi be Parshish Yisroi. And it's not mentioned in Parshish Yisroi. So also that prat of the cloud that Moshe actually entered after the six days of Sivan is the same cloud which is being discussed in uh, in uh, in Parshas, um, sorry, the same cloud which was covering the mountain for six days when Moshe was coming up and down um, in preparing Bnei Yisrael, this is the cloud which is being discussed in Parshas Mishpatim. And Rashi in Parshas Yisrael is waiting when he, Parshas Mishpatim is going to talk about the other things which happened during uh, uh, Matan Taylor, in preparation for Matan Taylor, so then he's going to explain it. So that could be an answer why Rashi doesn't explain it by us, but really by us, it's the same cloud, and Rashi was the same question we really have is here too. So the Rebbe says that this is a doichak, it's a doichak godel, right? It's a doichak godel. Ki, he says in Sagraim, Ki Noisef that question is not why the question, which question? The question why Rashi is not explaining how did he walk in the cloud if it's a difficulty to walk into a cloud. So he's still not explained according to the second opinion, which is Rabbi Yosef Glida's opinion, which Rashi also brings there in the end of Mishpatim, that actually the cloud was there six days after the Aseres Adibras. That's when the cloud is overing Moshe Rabbeinu. When it says in the end of Pasha's Vishpotin that Moshe came into the cloud, is happening actually on the seventh day after the cloud is covering him, Moshe Rabbeinu, for six days. On the seventh day, is then the day. 
even the cloud called Moshe, when Hashem called Moshe, who was betoich onon, is already six days in the onon, which is the opinion of Rabbi Yosei Aglili. So according to this, according to this opinion, that clearly that cloud is not the cloud of Moshe Nigashala Rofel, what was in preparation for Matan Torah. So here we will have the same question, according to the second opinion, how did he go through a Rofel, if it's a problem to walk through a cloud. But in addition to that, the Rebbe says that even according to the first opinion, it is a doicha godl. Why? Because loitochin loimar sherashi loyetaretz kushia misereres etzelatamid alasar v'soy mechal perushoi v'soy parsha shalachizeh. If it's really a difficulty, if it's really a challenge to understand how Moshe walks through a mount, a cloud, Rashi would not wait for a, such a question, which arises when you learn the Pasik in Yisro, Yomoshe, Nigashala Rofel, and to rely that in the end of Pasha's Mishpotim is going to explain it. The fact that not all details are mentioned in Pasha's Yisro, this can make sense. Certain things are being told later, like Rashi says, and as the Rebbe writes, So then, Mikro understand that certain things are said here and certain things are going to be said later. Rashi himself in Pashas Yisroi writes in Pasik Yud Aleph, it says, says Rashi, dear, that um, that um, that really Moshe, everything which is written in Pashas Mishpatim, the building of the Mizbeach next to the mountain and the Twelve of Matzevois, everything which is written in Pashas Mishpatim was actually done on the sixth day of Sivan. And Rashi writes, Things which are mentioned in one place doesn't mean that it happened in a chronological order. So this can understand. But if entering the cloud is an issue, then Rashi should have explained it already when we're learning uh, the first time when it says, Moshe Nigash And the fact that it doesn't mention the earlier is, the, is, is explaining us that um, I guess there is not such an issue. Then the question is, so why does Rashi over here bother to talk about that the cloud was, how did Moshe walk into the cloud? This is the order 10. Order 11 is again, but the Rebbe says, how did the... Um, how, you know, when, if, if there is an issue with the cloud, how did Moshe, how was Moshe able to walk through the cloud when it says of Moshe Nigash al So he says, Also in our Pasha alone, in Mishpatim, earlier in the same Pedic, 
in the beginning of Perik Chov Dalad, it says in the Pasik that Hashem told Moshe to come up, Aaron, or the Vaviu, it says, V'nigash Moshe Levadoi, that Moshe himself, Nigash Moshe Levadoi, El Hashem, Moshe himself, um, approached Hashem. Rashi Dir says, V'nigash Moshe Levadoi, where did Moshe approach? Says Rashi, El, or Arofel, to the Arofel, again, Arofel is the fog, and Arofel is the, is already explained, is the thick cloud. And there too, Rashi doesn't seem to answer the child, how did he approach the Arofel, the cloud, if you can't walk through a cloud? Here for sure you can't answer like the uh, the like the the, the uh, in the beginning of the last order that maybe according to the first opinion it is the same arofel the same cloud why because clearly this pasik Rashi himself says that this pasik was said before Aseres Adibras, on the fourth day of Sivin, this is where Moshe was told, Ale El Hashem, and Moshe approached El Hashem, which is El Arofel. So clearly, it was not that Klaat from Vayovei B'Techa'onom, which he says in the end of our Pasha. And yet there is no issue to explain how he walked through that cloud. The Rebbe continues, Even though it doesn't say that he walked in into the Arofel, in Pashas Yisroi, when it says that Moshe Nigash Elo Arofel, so dear, Rasha learns that Moshe Nigash Elo Arofel lifnim isholish mechutzais that he went within the three partitions that obviously walked in, into the cloud. So here it doesn't say Bifnim, it says But still, Muvan, it's understood Obviously here too it means means within the Arofel, within the cloud Rashi read in Pasha Sisroi, when it says El Arofel, he explained it means Lifnim within the partitions. So obviously here too it also must be in within. And Rashi seemingly is not bothered. How do you go into a cloud? Because there's no issue with going into a cloud. So again, the question is why is it that in our Pasha Rashi has to explain there was a Shvil? Footnote 12. The fact that it says that obviously we know the fact that Rashi doesn't explain it earlier is seemingly because there is no issue to walk through a cloud. So the Rebbe continues in footnote 12 and it says, and even more so. Before it even talks about Moshe going over to the Arofel, one posik earlier, 
which is Pasik Da'arofa, this is Pasik Yutes. And Pasik Yutches. Moshe Nigash Elo Arofel. I'm sorry, this is actually before. In Perik Yutes. In Perik Yutes, Pasik Yutches. It says, Ve'ar Sinai Oshan Kuloi. That Ar Sinai was smoked in its entirety. Because Hashem had descended upon it with fire. And it was a strong fire. So there, it says clearly, It was entirely with smoke. This is in Ches. And why was it filled of smoke? Because Yorad Olav Hashem Bo'esh. Because Hashem descended upon Mount Sinai with fire. And right there, Le'ach is the Shom Chof. In the next right, two Pesukim later, it says, Va'ikro Hashem le'Moishe el-Roi Sho'or. Hashem called Moishe to the top of the mountain. And the mountain is full of smoke and fire. Ve'in Rashi me'vayerech nistas Moishe le'Toicho Eish. Rashi doesn't seem to explain how did he walk to the fire, how did he walk to, to the smoke. Rashi doesn't come and say maybe there was a shvil, there was a path. Yet when it comes to the Teicho Onon in the end of Mishpatim, Rashi does come and explain. The question is why? What is missing in this passage that Rashi is looking to explain us? And finally, your order 13. Says the Rebbe. Again, a seemingly answer is Doichak. Since it says, that Moshe walked in, this is a Pashas Bishpotin ends up, that Moshe walked in in the Toich, in the midst of the cloud. Which indicates that he walked in there. And then it says, So he stayed there in the midst of the cloud. So maybe because here it indicates that he was there and he stayed there, therefore Rashi tells us about the Shvil. Because made him a path. Because the past maybe was not for him to walk through, you can walk through a cloud, but rather here the Shvil was, The Shvil was where Moshe spent 40 days. And therefore, Rashi brings up the Shvil not so much for the walking through, which this we found earlier, but rather for the time period that he was spending in the, in the clouds. So for that, there was a Shvil. There's a different Nusach which talks about that there was a chupa. So maybe it shows that it was about staying, not just passing through. And therefore Rashi explains it, that there was betoicho, there was a shvil. In all the other places which they are rofel in the clouds, I mentioned Sherak over the Rechonon. He only walked through it, he only passed by it. 
אוי שהכל פוני מוי ירשום רק זמן מועד ביועסר. He was only spending a little time לשמוי הציווי השם על מנס למסור לישראל. Like when you walk through the days before Matan Taylor, he was there only spending a little bit of time to, to hear a message and to ever to deliver to Bnei Yisrael. And therefore, that would have been seemingly an answer why Rashi was not bothered to explain us earlier, because he wasn't spending time in the cloud. Masha'enken over here, it seems that he was going to spend time. So that could have been an answer, why the Shvil is mentioned after here. But the Rebbe says it's a doichak. It's not uh, smooth to explain something like that. Because the Pashtas, the Shvil has to do with walking through. That was the whole idea of a shvil. The shvil is not um, is not a place that um, represents Moshe's uh, staying on the mountain. The shvil is like a derech, it's a path. So to 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 be mechalik in such a way is a doichak, and therefore the question is again, what bothers the pasuk? What is questioned in the pasuk that Rashi has to come and tell us that it was a shvil? This is Eve base. Rebbe continues with Gimel. The explanation is to that as follows. The Kashev was Stelzich Doim Shutechel Mikro is as follows. There is a question. What is the question? It's a question. Different question, but there is a question in Shutechel Mikro. The Balda Posig Zokt Freer in the same Pedic. In Pasik Tezvav, in the end of Mishpatim. So it says, Vayal Moshe Lor, Moshe ascended the mountain, Vayechas Eonon Esor. And the cloud covered the mountain. That's what it says. As the Rar is given, Badek Bita Onon. The mountain was covered with a cloud. Is doch move me atzmoi. So then it's self-understood, as when Vayal Moshe Lor, that later, you're telling me two psukim later, that Moshe ascended the mountain, he goes up to the mountain, the mountain which is covered, obviously, it means, is, as Vayal Moshe Lor, is a reigning on him. He actually walked into that cloud, because the mountain has a cloud. So then the question is, so the verse, Darfman Magdim um and Fagadzain, as Vayovoi Moshe Betoicha Ono. This is the question that really arises when you're learning this last posting in Pashas Mishpati. What is the necessary four words, Vayovoi Moshe Betoicha Ono? If you're talking about Vayal Elohor, so we learned three Psukim Iliel. That there is an onon which covers the hor. So vayal elohor means that he walked into a cloud, to a mountain which is covered by a, by a cloud. So to levos daf me magdim u mefaradzain as vayovoi moishe betoich onon. What are these four, four words? Moishe came into the cloud. The fact that the Pasik is introducing that before telling us that he walked up to the mountain. Seems that there is over here a chidush that is not related to what we learned earlier about the cloud covering the mountain. In Isogram, the Rebbe says as follows: Those were the posik chazal do iba vayal lo or 
the fact that it says again that Moshe by Yal he went up the mountain, even though that also is mentioned in the Pasuk Tazvav. It says, Vayal Moshe Lo'or. Moshe ascended the mountain. No, then we're stating free of Vayal Moshe Lo'or, that Moshe came up the mountain, Vayichas, Odon, and the mountain covered it. That can be answered. How? Yishloimah, like the Beit Dedeus, was Rashi brained in free of Pasuk. These two opinions that Rashi brings, which I mentioned earlier in the introduction, this is the two opinions in the Gemara, that can explain us why again Vayal. Why? Because Loi the Erste Deya, according to the first opinion, which is Rabbi Akiva's opinion, Vibal das Vayovoi Moshe Vayal is given in a talk, Fun Matan Teira. It happened on the same day that the Teira was given. This is the way Rabbi Kiva learns, right? That this is the the, post, the, the time that Moshe was called up um, uh, after the six days of the cloud being there is when Moshe was called up to hear Aseres Adibras. That's why the Pasik repeats it again. But in Mitten, other Pasik Mafsik Vemidemsman from Farmatentele. Because Pasik Tezvav tells us that Moshe came up on the day of Matan Tere, came up to the mountain. Pasik Tezayin, which talks about the Honon covering it for six days, is stopping again and discussing things which happened before Matan Tere. Vayechaseyu, Sheishes Yomim, Mirosh Chodesh, it was covered six days before Matan Tere. Vayikro, Hashem called Moshe by Yom Ashvi. So therefore, comes Pasik Yutches and says again, Vayal Elohor, because the middle of us going back to what happened before Matan Teireh. Valachas Kama Vekamoli Di Tzvei today, according to Rabbi Yisrael Glili, was the Tzvei Mol Vayal. Zayne Nidizelbe, then for sure he has to mention it twice because it's two separate Vayals. The Ersh there, but it says in Pasik Tzvo Vayal Moishe Lohor. Red Vegnalias Moshe Lehar Gleich Nochmatten Tere. Immediately after the Tere was given, is when he went up to the mountain. And Vayovoi Moshe Betoich Onon Vayalelor, when it says later in the end of the Parsha that Moshe walked into the cloud, Vayalelor, that is when he went up to stay for the 40 days. And according to Rabbi Yisrael, he lives given in the Yom Hashvi, Noch That happened seven days after Matan right? So therefore, we understand why the two Vayals. But this explains us the Vayals. But the Vayovoi Moshe knowing that he read the mountain is covered with a cloud. Is really a question why does the Pasik have to introduce what is the importance to mention that Moshe walked into a cloud? The mountain has a cloud. Is there full mashma? That's what indicates Rashi. As mit onon main der Pasik zogin, as der onon vashtei do, is nida zelber onon was very demand in the Friedrich Psukim. That the cloud which is mentioned in Pasik Yutres, the last Pasik in Mishpatim, is not at all the same cloud which was mentioned earlier in Pasik Tezvav, or obviously earlier 
in Moshe Niga Shalarofa. It's not the same cloud. Vert of the Shaila was is given or dead or not. So, what kind of cloud was that? It's not the same cloud. So, what cloud is it? Because the Postig introduces a new cloud. Vayove Moshe Betech Ono. Zogdrasha Onon Ze. From them Postig, Kemin Oshonu. This Onon, which is mentioned here, is actually not a regular cloud, but this cloud is a cloud which is like a ocean, is a cloud which is like made out of smoke. There, Onon was where the mountain, the Friedrich Psukim in Parshiyas, the cloud which is mentioned earlier, previous Psukim, or last Parshiyas, the Vrashid in Mepharishan. Rashid doesn't have to explain it while she's moving by Pashtas. It's all understood. She's given an Onon Kepshutoi. There was a cloud. In Velchus, she's given Ongiton Kveid Hashem, which Hashem's covet was, was enveloped in that cloud. And that was the cloud. The cloud represents the glory of Hashem. And this is given the Ramuda Onon, just like it was the cloud, the pillar of cloud, which is brought down Earlier, when they walked out of Mitzrayim, it says, Vashem oilech lifneim yoimom. In Pashat B'Shalach, Hashem walked before them by day. Mitanamud onon. It was a pillar of cloud. Then it was lailo ba'amud eish lo'oilem. At night, it was a fiery pillar. And that amud onon, which was during the day, is onon kepshutai. It means a simple cloud, the way we understand and translate a cloud. And it was a cloud which... In that cloud was associated especially with the covet of Hashem, with the glory of God, and that's what led us through the front to walk through the day, uh, walking out of Mitzrayim. So that's the simple honor that Rashi doesn't have to explain. the honor shall be canal, but here we have to say, does it give an under since the Pasig writes, Vayovoi. Moshe Betoich Onon, which seemingly is unnecessary to mention. So therefore, it forces us to understand that we're talking about a different cloud. So what different cloud is there, a cloud than the regular cloud that we all understand? The Vrashi Mepharashayin, here is Vrashi comes and says, as Onon Zeh, Kemin Oshon, that this cloud was a different type of cloud. It was a cloud which is like smoke. So this already explains us, in this Seif, the Rebbe explains us why and what is the reason that gave Rashi and led Rashi to understand that we are dealing over here with a different cloud that we always deal with. And this has to do with the fact that the Postic mentions especially when we already know that the mountain has an onon. Why is a tafke a cloud of smoke? That's we're going to see later in Siv Dalet. But before we go to Siv Dalet, again, let's go through a few of the orders of here in uh, in the Psukim. <clears throat> We're going to go to um, order 16. Order 16, and it says inside, the Rebbe brings in the Sikha, 
that according to the first opinion, since Vayove Moshe was in the day of Matan Torah, so therefore it doesn't have to um, 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 uh, therefore the Pasik repeats the Vayal that he went up again because the Torah interrupts in between mid stories of that which took place on before Matan Torah. So he says when it says inside that it was Vayal was in the day of Matan Torah, so he brings in August 16, She'olo birdei lekabel aluches, that Moshe went up lekabel aluches, ke'em shechakosuv vayihi Moshe bo'or, like it says in the Pasig, vayihi Moshe bo'or, re'yu meshom bishleim belerabakiva. So again, this Gemara in Yuma, which the Gemara discusses the, um, the, the two opinions, so the Gemara actually um, uh, discusses how is it possible to say the the Luchas that Moshe was called on the seventh day. One of the questions that the Gemara discusses is because we know that forty days after Matayda, the Luchas was broken. And if the Luchas was broken 40 days later, that means that Shivas of Tammuz. So that must be that the Torah was already given on um, 40 days earlier. According to Rabbi Akiva, it makes sense. Because according to Rabbi Akiva, there is 24, seven, 24 days in Sivan, from Zion Sivan. Rabbi Akiva, all that the Torah was given on Zion Sivan. The cloud was six days till Matan Torah, and the seventh day, Moshe was called to receive the Luchas, right? So then, you have 24 days left in Sivan, then you have another 16 days in Tammuz, so you have the 40 days that Moshe was on the mountain, and the 17th is when he broke the Luchas. Obviously, you have Glili, that Moshe was only, you know, starting Enter the Machne Shechina was only Yud Gimel Sivan, because there were six days that he had to first be Beprisha, get sanctified by the cloud. So then the Luchas were only broken the 23rd of Tammuz. How is that possible? And the Gemara Lemaise learns that we also count in the six days of Prisha in the four days. Sachakal is also 40. But I call upon him. Um, According to, um, to um, clearly, according to the first opinion, which is Rabbi Akiva's opinion, Moshe went up to receive the Luchos on the, on, the, on the seventh day, which is the day that the Torah was given. Then it's when Moshe was called, and he was um, given the Luchos. So that's what he brings inside. It was in the same day of Matan Teda. And the Rebbe writes, He quotes the Rabbeinu Bechaye, and he's questioning Rabbeinu Bechaye. What did Rabbeinu Bechaye say? Rabbeinu Bechaye says, Rabbeinu Bechaye says, Rabbeinu Bechaye says, 
the six days before Matantere, which that line fits with Kedaz Rabbi Kiva. Fine. Aval Mamshich, Abinu Bechai says, Ve'oz nitno atoyro. And then on the six days, the Nitere was given. That is questionable because the Loike Rabbi Akiva, Shesvirelei Beshiva nitno, Kebegimorishom. Rabbi Akiva holds that it was given on the seventh. So then he starts with Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar, he starts with Rabbi Akiva's opinion, but then he deviates from Rabbi Akiva because Rabbi Akiva says it was given on the seventh of Sivan. I'm sorry, on the, yes, on the seventh of Sivan, and um, Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar learned it was given on the sixth. Then he continues that the Torah was given on the sixth, and then. Vayikru el Moshe, Vayoyim Ashvi. Hashem called Moshe on the seventh day. Zehu, he says, Lemachorosoi, Achamat, the day after the Torah was given. Again, the Kepshuto, you like a man. It doesn't fit, not with the opinion of Rabbi Akiva, which according to Rabbi Akiva, it wasn't Lemachorosoi, it was on the same day that the Torah was given. The Rabbi Yisaglili, according to Rabbi Yisaglili, it only was six days after the Torah was given, after Matan Torah. So again, it doesn't fit any of their opinions. Umam Shech, Abinu Bechayi continues, V'sheish es-yomim she'oyo mechuse be'onon, oyo b'chlal arboim. That the six days, that the onon, the cloud covered the mountain, is included in the 40 days between Matan Torah and the breaking of the Luchas, which is Kibir HaGimore Bedaz Rabbi Yisraglili. So again, he starts up that the Onon covered for Rosh Chodesh Then he says that you count the six days in the 40. This is only an issue that we have with Rabbi Yosef Aglili, that he says that Moshe went up a week after the Matan Torah. So then the Gemara was having an issue. So how do you count 40 days till Shivasa Betamus? So he started with Rabbi Akiva and you're bringing a statement which is only in reference to Rabbi Yossi Aglili. So this is Tzorich Iyun, Rabbi Nebuchayis. Umam Shech Le'akshois, Rabbi Nebuchayis continues and he asks, Lomo Utzrecho Kriyo Zu. Why was this Kriyo needed? Why was it called again? Vayikro. So the Rebbe says, Abel Motzinu Buzele Razal Deyos, Bepeiri Game De Yume. The Gemara says why he was called. One opinion is Rabbi Akiva says that the reason, the reason that really it was the day of Matan everybody was called to hear the Aseres Adibras. Why does it say Vayikrael Moshe? Is really was um, only Lachlek LeKovit to uh, give him a special covet. Uh, it's according to Rabbi Yisya Glili. I'm sorry, this according to, uh, yeah, according to Rabbi Yisya Aglili. It was just to give a special covet to Moshe. I'm sorry, this according to Rabbi Akiva. The Bepshutei Perusha, Ki Perush Rashi Beshas, Ainu Yoyim Ashvi, Ba'amiras Aseres Adibras. That seventh day, Hashem called Moshe, and it was like like the covet. The Rebbe says, Maybe the Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar has a whole different understanding in the Gemara. Maybe there's a mistake. Maybe some things are missing of the Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar.
So this order is really interesting, just dedicating to Dilmid Rabbeinu Bechaye and showing how difficult and questionable the Rabbeinu Bechaye is. Uh, we will see Ore 18. In footnote 18, the Rebbe writes in a Vainik inside the Sicha that Betoicha Onon, which says in the end of Mishpatim, is not the same Onon which is mentioned in earlier in the Pasik, the Onon which covered the mountain. So he says, Bebeiri Tzchokshom, Pasik Aleph Besoifoi, Mefaresh, the Beiri Tzchok Mefaresh, according to Rabbi Akiva's opinion that the Onon is really covering from Rosh Chodesh with Sivan till Matan Teira why is the Tere Pashas Meshpatim after you told us in Pasik Tezvav Bayal Moishel or Bayechas Onon, which talks about Roshchei Desivin? And then he continues from Pasik Tezayan and telling us again stories what happened before Matan Tere, that the cloud covered six days and it was called on the seventh day Mitech Onon and it was like a fire. Since after the Pasha, when it says in Pasikud Beis, in the same end of Mishpotim, it says, Hashem told Moshe, come up the mountain, I'm going to give you the Torah and the mitzvah. And it says, and they went up to Aralekim. So, dear Rashi says in Pasikud Beis, when was that? Says Rashi, Le'acha Matan Teira. It was after the giving of the Teira. Is that when Hashem spoke to him? This is where Pasikud Bey starts. So this Pasik with Aberes Baaliyah Le'acha Matan Teira. Pasik Ha'achroin, the last Pasik, which is again, Vayovoi Moshe Betoich Ha'onon, also, um, so still Pasik Tezvav and then from Pasik Yudchez, the last Pasik, it all talks about after Matan Right? And then comes in Trips looking in the middle what talks about what happened before Matan The Rebbe writes again, he goes back to tell us afterwards, and Rashi Rashi clearly says that was after Matantera from Pasik Yud Beis, but Daberes Baalia Leacha Matantera. The last Pasik again goes back to the Aliyah. So, what is the three Psukim in the middle? Because this three Psukim from Pasik to Zion, 
ואילך, ויש כאן כבוד השם, ומרי כבוד השם, ויובר משפט אחרונון, מספר מגדול השיער שאולו בו מוישה It's because the Pasik wants to talk about how great the mountain is and how holy it was, that mountain that Moshe came up. This is what the Be'er Yitzchak says. The Rebbe says, V'tzorichiyun. How can he say that's the Pshat, Shari Toichen, the Pasik Yutches, the last Pasik Mishpatim, Einoi Begdulas Vegdusha Sa'ar. Does not speak about the holiness of the mountain. Kiim al dvar alias Moshe talks about the way Moshe went up the mountain. So we may let the Rebbe at the Tzorichuin of the Beiritzchok, and therefore he um, he doesn't uh, don't he doesn't take the pshat. Order nineteen is as follows. <clears throat> Inside again. Rebbe said that when it says betoicha onon, it's clearly not that onon which is mentioned in the previous psukim because it's introduced again with the unnecessary words vayove moishe betoicha onon. So the Rebbe brings al pi pirush achidushe agodeshom the marsho dibur amaschil veoi stalek oy oef shaloymar. Let's first explain a second what the Marsha says. Basically, the Marsha asked Akasha. The Marsha's question is, let's say that from Shisha Bechoidesh Sivin is when the Eden accepted the Aseras Adibras and Vayikro el Moshe Vayoyim Ashvi, which it says in Pasik Tzvav, that Hashem called Moshe on the seventh day, that was for the rest of the Torah. Vayikro el Moshe was the Kabbal, the rest of the Torah. This is what the Moshe wants to discuss, like why is it that we know, from where do we take that the Onon left after six days. No, you're all going to be more for me. I don't, uh, I don't understand the Marshall's cashies. Okay, we're going to skip over 19. I'm sorry. We're going to skip over 19 for now. Let's go weiter. Okay, we are now going to see if Dalit. The Rechrech from Rashi, now that we know that there's two separate anonyms, the Rebbe comes now and explains how do we know that this Onon is smoke. The Rechrech from Rashi as Onon Zekim in Oshon is from the Psukim Gufa. It's actually indicated by the Psukim themselves. How? Tzvishun Vayikro El Moshe Un Vayovoi Moshe Betoicho Onon between the Psukim that it starts up in Pasik Tezayin, it says, Vayikro el Moshe Bayoy Mashvi, and then there's a Pasik in between, then comes Pasik Yudchez, Vayovay Moshe Betechonon. But there is one Pasik in between them, which is Pasik Yudzayin. The Pasik says, Umarei Kvoid Hashem, that the appearance of the glory of Hashem was Kei Sheicheles Beroi Shoor. 
was like a consuming fire on the top of the mountain. It's not verstandig. Der Posse got gedacht stein, Fava Ikroel Moshe. This Posse should have said, before by Ikroel Moshe. In Posse Tezayin, when the Torah begins, by Yishkoin Kvoid Hashem Alar Sinai, that the glory of Hashem rested on Pan Man Sinai, and it covered the mountain six days. So, dear, the Torah should have said, Beemfer zu Vayishkoin Kvoid Hashem, Optaichendik, the Torah should have explained dear, as the Mare from Kvoid Hashem, what is Kvoid Hashem? It says Kvoid Hashem, what is Kvoid Hashem? So, you're waiting for Pasek Yudzayan to tell me what is the Mare, what is the appearance of Kvoid Hashem? It's given Keisha Chelis, like a consuming fire. This Vayishka in Kvayd Hashem, right there, the Torah should have right, Umar Eyu, and it appeared, Keisha Echelas, like a consuming fire. Favos Tetos erst noch Vayikro el Moshe Bayoim Hashimit Echonon. Why is there in the, why does the Torah describe how the Kvayd Hashem appeared by interrupting in between it Vayikro el Moshe, he called them on the seventh day. Not only according to Rabbi Yisrael Glili, that that seven days, seven days after the Torah was given, when the Rebbe started to rule from Moshe, after the Rebbe gave Mekabas and the Luchas, when Hashem called them to come and receive it, after the Torah was given already, and when Moshe is given. That end fell of the Kriya when it says in Pasikut Ches that Moshe came so that they respond to that call, come and get the Luchas. So Moshe is coming up to receive it. Or doch kein Ort nit zu mafzig sein zu wischen vayikro el Moshe und vayove Moshe sein euch folgende Kriya mit dem Pasikut Marek Vayda Shem. Then for sure it doesn't make any sense that you interrupting between that call, Vayikro el Moshe, Hashem is calling him on the seventh day, after the Torah was given, according to Rabbi Yosei Aglili, come and receive the Luchas, and Moshe comes, Vasikotches, then for sure, doesn't make any sense to break up these two verses in the middle with a description, how was the Mare, how was the appearance of Kveid Hashem. No, I feel like the first day, uh, even according to the first opinion, as Vayikro el Moshe is given, like Rabbi Akiva learns, it was loim aseres adibres, it was to call, to recite the aseres adibres, it was to give the Torah. Umoishe ve called me Yisrael loim dim. Moshe together with all the Yisrael were there positioned by our Sinai. In a way, he said Vayikro el Moshe el shecholak vechulu. Hashem gave him extra covered. Which is neat as the Rebbe, there was a call from Moshe to go to the mountain. It wasn't a call to come up to the mountain. It was just a call to hear the Aseres Adibras. And when Yovah, Moshe was there, and later in Pasek Yutches, when it says that Moshe came, is a union not verbunden with Vayikro el Moshe was there, and then it has nothing to do with Pasek Tezayim when Hashem calls Moshe, because that calling is to hear the Aseres Adibras, in the second calling, Moshe coming, Yutches, is to take the Luchas. And even that, even according to this opinion, 
still von deswegen is euch mehr matim as der Tiur in jen von umare kweid Hashem so stehen gleich beemschech zu vayishkoin kweid Hashem ala Sinai. It still makes more sense to say and to describe what was the appearance of Hashem's glory when it's mentioned first. It doesn't have to be in between. Even though it's two separate in Yonim, the Vayova is not a respond to the Vayikra, according to, um, according, to, um, according to this opinion, but still, you should mention it when you say the first time, Vayishkan Kavayit Hashem. So that was bothering Rashi, why is Pasik Yudzayan Umare Kavayit Hashem coming in between these two psukim? The Riba learned Rashi, as the Pasik Umare is a Gdome Tzum Pasik Vayovoi Moshe Betoicho Onon. Pasik Yudzayan, when it says that the appearance of Hashem was like a fire, is actually not an interruption. It's an introduction the Torah wants to let us know how is the Onon which is mentioned in Pasik Yutches different than the Onon which is mentioned in Pasik Tezayin I'm sorry, in Pasik Tezvav and that's why it's a because it's a different onon. And what type of onon? The type of onon is what Pasik Yudzayan tells us. What onon was? What kind of onon was it? That onon is a that onon that is being described in Pasik Yudches, the second type of onon, is a type of cloud which results from Pasik Yudzayan by knowing how Hashem appeared on the mountain. Hashem appeared like a consuming fire. And therefore, that onon was like smoke. There is Kimin Oshon. It's like smoke was his Gekume from the Eishai Cheles that's what leads Rashi to tell us that the Onon was Oshon. Because that Onon is clearly coming from a fire which is mentioned in the Pasik prior to it. Pasik Yudzayin. So now we understand clearly why is it that Rashi had to introduce the Oshon and to explain us that there was a special type of cloud, not relying that we know already what cloud it is, because Rashi learns the Psukim, and the Psukim clearly indicate that there are two different clouds here. Two different clouds. Before we continue, we're still going to come to the Shvil also based on that. But before that, let's see Ore 22. Ore 22, Rebbe brings the Avarvanel. The Avarvanel, and he's in Pekudei, Pesoifoi, Dibura Maschil Veroisi. Mefareish, Avarvanel explains, Shebeyoim Shvi, Kashavaikro el Moshe Bayoim Ashvi, which is mentioned in 
Pasik Tezayan, Hashem called him on the seventh day, Mitoicha Onon. So he says, what is Mitoicha Onon? So he says, Nifka Onon. The Onon got split. The Oz, Ro Yisrael, Kvoid Hashem, Sheoyo Keesha Cheles Leinem. That's when they saw the glory of Hashem. In other words, that explains us the Emshech that the Torah tells us about the Zion Hashem, because Mare Kvayd Hashem was a result of the fact that on the seventh day that cloud Sama opened up and they saw that glory of Hashem. This is what the Avavanel says in the end of Parshas Pekude. Al Derech Zeu Malbim. The Malbim also um, says similarly that they only saw the cloud, they did not see the glory of Hashem, which is the fire itself, and then when Hashem called Moshe, is when it all opened up, and they saw the Marek Vayd Hashem Ke'eshecheles, and that's why Pasek Yudzayin is mentioned after Hashem called Moshe. So the Rebbe says, Avalzeu lefipiru shoi, shom, that only fits with his explanation, the Vayichaseyo Onon, Basically, the 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 Varvanel, he talks about that this is Kvoid Hashem. He says that the Kvoid Hashem, which is mentioned in um, in, in in the Psukim, Kvoid Hashem Nira. So he says this is what the Onon was covering, and therefore, according to his explanation. What happened was that now that the Onon uncovered itself, and we saw that covered. Rashi brings the two opinions, which, like we said, is the opinions in the Gemara of Rabbi Yisraeli and Rabbi Akiva, that what was covered, either in Koyal or either it goes that the mountain was covered, which is, according to uh, Rabbi Akiva, or Oyal Moshe, or Moshe was covered, which is according to Rabbi Yisraelili, and Mokim Lepiruze. And therefore, that Pasek Yudzayin is still kind of not in place, according to Rashi, but which is the way uh, this Tanoim are learning Pshat in the Vayachaseyu. The fact what she learns inside that the Oshon was a result from the fire Hashem appeared on the mountain. So the Rebbe says, Lefi agirse shalefonenu bagimore ubeinyankev mashma vechem fur bemirishom. The pluktas rabbi Yosi aglili verabbi Akiva ugamba posik vaishkon kvoid Hashem. In the Gimore in Yuma actually. It clearly, indi- clearly indicates that the Machleikas is also when was it that Vayishka in Kvayd Hashem? Eldaz Rabbi Yosi Aglili Zeoyo Maise Achar Aseres Adibras like we learned before that it happened after Aseres Adibras even the cloud came down and according to Rabbi Kivo Vayishka in Kvayd Hashem means from Rishchodesh onward until they received Aseres Adibras. Rashi in Chumish, Irim Mishpatim, 
only quotes the Machlekes in regard to Ve'yechaseyu Onon, if the Onon covered Moshe or the Onon covered the mountain. And Ube'yikro el Moshe Ba'yoyim Ashvi, also when was the seventh day? Was it the seventh day after the six days of Matan uh, Teireh? Or the seventh day was, uh, according to Rabbi Kiva, before Matan Teireh? That when it covered. Vim Kenya Shloimar, the Lekula Alma, according to Rashi, which he doesn't talk about what is the Vayishkan, when happened the Vayishkan Kvet Hashem, the Rebbe is Mechadish of Irin de Ore, Yeshleba de Lekula Alma, or Emshech Vayishkan Kvet Hashem, Umare Kvet Hashem Keeshe Heles, Ubizman Echot. The dwelling of the Kvet Hashem and the appearance of Keeshe Heles was all on the same time. And it continued throughout Martin Taylor, and even after Martin Taylor, that this is the same fire which continued burning. Even if you're going to learn, like the Gemara, that they argue when the Vaish Kvayd Hashem was. It's an introduction to describe us how the Onon was, which is mentioned. In other words, you can learn Rashi and say that this is the fire, which, um, according to both opinions, that fire was the fire of um, Martin Taylor, and it continued even after Martin Taylor. Uh, you know, if Moshe Rabbeinu needed to wait there, and that was the same fire. But either way, even if there's a machleik, is when it was the pastas, the way the pasuk is written, clearly um, goes with the direction. As this is given a gdomed of the introduction, and that's why we end up meet a smoke on the cloud. The cloud described as a cloud of smoke. Okay, let's move on to see if eight. why the Posik says like a consuming fire. To metals and the Marek Void Hashem to describe how the appearance of Hashem's glory was, it blows Negea to Zogin as a sort Oizgizen with fire. It's enough to say, it suffice to say that it looked like fire. To the words Davder by Tsugim Verden, why do we need to add that thus is given via an Eshoi Chelis? It was a consuming fire. What's the, what is the Pasek trying to indicate here? But Alpian had this understanding by Pashtus. Based on what we learned, and the way we learned the Psukim, this explains it to us. How? Yois, as the Merchuvin in the Pasek Do, is to Masbud and the Perush, from the Pasek Shleachrov, now that we understand that Pasek Yud Zayin is an introduction to Pasek Yud Ches to tell us that that why Moshe 
had to come in to the cloud because it was a special fiery cloud. There was a cloud which came from a consuming fire on the mountain. As the ring is given, which describes what kind of cloud it was, as the Odin is given an ocean, that the cloud was actually a smoke. That came as a result from the way Hashem's glory appeared like fire. So therefore, the river is the Prostic Moisi for Madgish. That's why the Prostic adds and explains us and emphasizes the Voskei Cheles. Smog does not come from just fire. When you kindle a fire, the fire doesn't create smoke. It's only when the fire consumes something. Nor from an age was is a chelis. When the fire consumes mechale, fabrent, the zach in velchaziz nechaz, the fire catches on to that which it consumes. So that consuming of the object through the fire is what creates the smoke. And since we want to come out that there was a special type of cloud which is here talking about a cloud of smoke that can only be when the fire is a consuming fire. That's why the Pasik tells us, Ke'eshe Chelos. The Yeshlo Isif, you can add that Bechlal, is that Eishe Lemailo need Ke'eshe Chelos. The general fire above is not consuming. Imaging learned freed by Msne, by Yard, by Lava Sage, by Snein and Ukol. The burning bush was not consumed, even though there was fire, because it's a heavenly fire, it's a miraculous fire. Here, when it says fire, the Torah wants to specially emphasize there was a consuming fire, not the general heavenly fire. The fire after the Possumid Diagzain, as though is yeah given an Eishechelos. Here it was a consuming fire, was there fire, or tzirderfun, gishafun, an onon, kemin oshon which this brought about that cloud which appeared like smoke because of a consuming fire which creates smoke. So till here, we understand why Rashi tells us about the smoke and why didn't we learn like the cloud was always and it basically has to do in the way the psukim are written which clearly leads Rashi to understand that there is a different cloud and the cloud which comes by Emshech to Apostolic before comes from the fire. And that's very, very beautifully explained what led Rashi to these two words saying that this cloud was Oshon. This is going to lead us now to also the next Rashi that we were concerned about, the Shvil. Alpi kolanal. Oizvov. When we are dealing here with this type of cloud, Rashi has to especially tell us that Hashem made Moshe a shvil, a path. And where is the shvil mentioned? In our Pasik, in our Pasik, only when we have now the explanation as Onon Zeh Kemin Oshonu. That is a different type of cloud. It's a cloud which is made like a smoke. When the onon was given the zelber in the friedik psukim, if the cloud over here would be the same cloud that we spoke earlier, and we always speak about clouds, 
fordert sich nicht zu bewerten, wie er sehen möchte, ist er rein mit euch. Dann wouldn't be necessary to explain us how did he go into the cloud. Der andere habe, die gerät friert, like it's said before, Moshe nigash afilu el o arofel. Moshe went into a thick cloud. Avonon. That's not a problem. If it's, um, if it's, if it's, if it talks about only a cloud. And as the Rebbe says in footnote 27, Then Rashi doesn't have to explain it. Just like when it says earlier, in Israel, it says, To the top of the mountain, which is the place that Hashem is dealing with fire, and it says, Rashi doesn't explain, how did he go up? It was fire. How did he make it through? The bedovah shenegal lepoyel move me atzmoi shakadish bochu also nes sheyuchal lekayim tivi Hashem lalei. Since there was needed, this is a practical thing. Hashem is calling him. Hashem is fire. So Hashem made a miracle that he should be able to keep that order and he should be able to come up while there is fire. Al derech zebearofel. Same thing when it says that Moshe nigash alarofel. There was a thick cloud. He went. Rashi doesn't have to tell us how he went. He made it. Which also here, somebody is going to ask, one second, if it was a cloud and it was a, like smoke, so how was Moshe able to stand by there? There is no air being in the smoke. There is no question. If Hashem calls them, Hashem made it miraculously that you should be able to survive it and to be there and so on. So as long as the issue is only the cloud, a regular cloud or even a fiery cloud, that's not what we are bothered with, then there is no need for a shvil, there is no need for a path. The only issue and the only concern that occurs when we talk about this special type of cloud, specifically with smoke. What is it? So let's see inside. We're talking about a cloud which is kind of smoke. That's the nature of smoke because it contains that which is getting consumed, that, that which is getting burned. So that's why it has the nature, like it says earlier by Demachus. Also, he brings the Pasik in Voero. In Pedic Tez, the Torah says, Ve'ashonoi kepiach Right? Hashem says to Moshe, take yourself and uh, a handful of furnace suit, whatever it's translated in English. It's basically that which comes out from when you, um, that which is get when you extinguish coals. So that Rashi says, something which gets blown from extinguish coals and uh, that which is being burned in a furnace. So this is called piach. So obviously, 
that kind of thing has the nature to verreuchen, schwarz machen, dem was gefind sich inem und seine Levushim. Naturally, when you walk into such a phenomenon of smoke from something which is consumed, the person becomes for smoked and it becomes completely black from the smoke, from the coal. His clothes becomes dark and dirty. So now you're learning this Pasik and you know that this is the type of cloud that Moshe is walking in. Comes the question, Are you talking? As a zoi or does given by Moshe Rabbeinu? That's how we vote by Moshe. As zoi or teres given by Eser is a roof of Nehart to Mabishton. That's how Moshe looked when he walked up the mountain, going to meet God of Kedei, Mechabuz and Deluchas. He was dark, fully smoked, his face is closed. Hey, Pecha Kovet. This is disrespectful. It's disrespectful. Now the Rebbe brings in Nora 29, how much more so when Mikolshki, when the Gemara says in Shabbos, Reichetz Odom, Ponov, Yodov, Veraglov, Bechol Yoim, a person washes his face, his hands, his feet, every day, Bishvol Koinoi, for the sake of Hashem, Lichvoit Koineyu, in honoring God, he has to appear nice and clean. Dichsiv ki Betzelem Eleikim also, he brings the Alter Rebbe Shechon Oruch, in Sof Simendalet writes, Bishvil kvoit koinoi, for the honor of God, you should wash yourself every single day. Just in the in the Shule Agilion of the footnote, the teacher in Daltarebe says the Daltarebe, quoting the Gemara, mentions face, feet, but doesn't mention hands. Ushi ishbit admer azok in Yodov. The Rebbe says Yishloima. The answer is because Sharik for Avi Lifneizer. Alter Rebbe already mentions earlier Chiyuv Netilas Yodaim. Shechololov Lifnei Rechitas Pono Veraglov. Alter Rebbe already spoke about washing your hands when you wake up in the morning, which is a Chiyuv which comes before you wash your face and your feet. Shecholodim Zul Besiyum Deichos Etiyos Yodaim Beshachlis. So therefore, it doesn't have to mention your hand because your hand is already washed. Therefore, Alter Rebbe emits the word Yodov. Very interesting. Oh, but the idea of washing your hand, lechovit koino, is Allah in Shukhan Aruch. And yet, Moshe comes up and it goes in to a smoky cloud. Can you imagine? A Moshe appears completely black. Him is closed. Der Iber is Rashi Mamshich. That Hashem made Moshe a special path. When Moshe is going in the Shvil, Moshe went through the path, but even as there are, shall them need barriers. That was the special miracle of the path that Hashem is making sure that because we are dealing with smoke, that Moshe should not be consumed. I'm, not, I'm sorry, Moshe should not be affected by it in any way, even externally. And that's what the Shvil is all about. Now we understand the necessary addition of the shvil that Rashi mentioned, which answers that question too. Oizayin, bleibt aber nicht verstandig, still we need to explain, Aleph, avozog drashi, onon ze kemin oshonu, kemin means kind of smoke, lefi anali das doch given an oshon fun eish, oshon mamesh, it wasn't kind of smoke, there was an actual smoke coming from a consuming fire, 
like we said earlier. It was the consuming fire, which the Pasik mentioned. So why does Rashi say that it was only Kemin, Kemin Oshon? Why only Kemin? So here in the footnote um, um, 31, the Rebbe brings, the footnote 31, the Rebbe brings that Lichure Yeshloimar, She'ein ze Oshon Be'emes. That maybe we can say that it wasn't real smoke. Kemin Oshon, it was kind of smoke. Why is it not real smoke? Kiloi Oyo Esh Be'poyel. There wasn't practically fire Kebe Yisroi Asher Yorad Olav Hashem Be'esh. In Pashas Yisroi it says Yorad Olav Hashem Be'esh. Here by us, the Pashas Mishpatim, the Pasik says, Umare Kvoid Hashem Ke'esh Echeles. Mare means the appearance was like fire. Kediyik Loshen HaKosov Umare Kvoid Hashem Ke'esh Echeles. So that, the Chure could have been an answer that that there wasn't that the Rashi says kemin oshon, but the Rebbe says I will move him. Is the fact that the pasuk is emphasizing it was a consuming fire, and like I explained earlier, dafka consuming fire, movun sheoyo eish kipshutoi kibepashes yisroi. This explains that it was pashet kipshutoi a physical, a practical fire. Consuming is not nothing to do with the parents. It's the fact that it was consuming, it has to be actual fire. And if it was fire, so then it had real smoke. Why did it say keminoshon, kind of smoke? Question number two, why is it called onon? Why doesn't it say that he walked into the smoke? Why is it called onon? So the Rebbe is the Birbazet. This itself has its own very beautiful explanation. Why it doesn't say Onon? Why it doesn't say smoke? And why it only says type of smoke? So the Rebbe, the Har Sinai, in Midbar Sinai, Ubefrad Roisha'ar, we are in a desert. The mountain in a desert, especially the top of the desert, on top of the mountain, where the glory of Hashem appeared, is the chnitan art with vaxen ilonois v'deshoyim v'asovim. The mountain in the desert, especially the top of the mountain, you don't have trees, you don't have grass. That's a place which has stones and dirt. Un sibas oshon in the other end. When do we have smoke? Smoke is dafke as the fire is oichelu mechale adovara nisraf. It's only when the fire consumes something which gets burned by the fire. Vilona is like trees, vechulu etc. So that's what creates the smoke. When the fire comes in contact and burns an object like a tree, like a branch. Obviously, thicker materials, but here there was no material which could be consumed by the fire to create smoke. By inanimate objects like stones and, 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 and dirt, you don't have burning it and creating smoke. 
The Rebel, therefore, Zogdrasha has no need given Oshon Mamesh. Here it wasn't actual Oshon, no blois kemin Oshon. It was a type of smoke. The Onon, Funoicheles, Reifas Adoimem, Oifunar Sinai, that cloud which consumed the inanimate soil of Mount Sinai is given as Zoivi and Oshon, it was type of smoke. Stam was verbrennt from age, just like you have a smoke which consumes vegetation. When fire catches vegetation, it creates smoke. So too, there was a similar smoke, but a smoke which comes as a result from burning doime, stones. On my eye time, why does it get given an ocean TV? Since it wasn't a natural smoke, Roofed us under the Pasig Beshem Onon. So it was a smoke, but not a complete natural smoke. And therefore, it's not referred to as smoke, but it's referred as cloud. But after all, there was smoke. And therefore, that smoke does make the person look dirty. And therefore, Hashem had to create a shvil for him to be able to walk through it. And, and, um, and, re- and remain in a respectful manner as he appears before Hashem. So this is the explanation in Rashi. Now the Rebbe comes and explains according to Chesidus. This is Seif Ches. Meyeno Sheltero in the Pirush Rashi. According to Chesidus, what's the idea of the two types of smoke? In Pashas Sisro, it already mentions the first time it mentions smoke. The Arsinai was completely in smoke. Hashem came down and Arsinai in fire. Like we said before, here it mentions cloud, even though it was smoke, but it uses a different term. It calls it as a cloud. The explanation of the original Oshon and now cloud. An Oshon Kepshutoi Nisraf. When does smoke appear? It comes when that object which gets burned down is a physical object which gets consumed by the fire. Bitzadem was the Dovara Nisraf, is a Choymer Gashmi, it's a physical, tangible item. Under Eish is Mechaled and Geshem, the fire consumes that physical substance of that object. Is the Kiloyo and Goyrem, what does the consuming cause? The result is that it ends up with smoke. This is how smoke gets created from the consumption of the physical material by fire. Under fire, therefore we also find different levels of smoke. The density of the smoke, the thickness of the smoke, it's all depends what is the quality of that material getting consumed. When the Dovara Nisraf is a Choymer Dak, when it's a delicate material, Werther verbrennt schneller, then it gets burned quicker, and then is euch 
the Oshon Edeler, it's a much it's a much more delicate smoke. Unshitere, the smoke is also kind of loosey. It's not like a thick smoke. You burn a paper, you can burn thin things, and it doesn't create much smoke, and also it's not content. It's not intent. But if you have a thick a material which gets burned, let's say even rubber, obviously, then is Dr. Oshon Gedichter, it's a much thicker smoke, and grabber, and grasser, more smoke, and a very heavy smoke. So it all depends what it burns, because what creates smoke is the consumption of that object. So depending on the object, that's how much smoke, in what type of smoke it will result. For them is understanding, and in them also, from jeder Sach, in the smoke of any item, is nikar, zogt sich herois, oi wifel der choymer von der Sach is gas. How thick and how heavy is that substance which got consumed? Das kumle de gilui be kiloyen adover. You can realize how thick that item is when you consume it. The fact that there is more smoke, you can say, oh, that item is a really thick, very strong, heavy physical object. And that's why it created so much smoke. Azevi dosis begashpias, azoiz dos oirberuchnias. Just like it's in the physical reality, so too it's in the spiritual reality and consciousness. In the bitl vekiloyoin from the dvorim delemato tzolikus. The way how things in this world get nullified to godliness. Durch dem gilu yeshe lemailo vet nechal venichle de yeshus from welt. When Hashem reveals himself there is a fiery revelation of God that consumes the substance of this world in its vert in ir uvgiton der bitl vekiloyo in tzalekus. And that accomplishes the nullification of the physicality to godliness. When Hashem reveals himself, this is the fire which brings about the bitl, the self-nullification. And thus is beruchniyaz derinyan ha'oshon. If we talk spiritually, the idea of smoke the idea of smoke is was vised of the kiloyan from Yeshus that represents the consumption of, of any substance on bitl from wealth and all the world is nullified to godliness. So this is the spiritual idea of Oshon, the manifestation of a physical world getting nullified in the presence of God. Based on that, we're going to now explain Seiftas, the difference between the two psukim of the smoke appearing at our Sinai. And that's the chilek tzavishon the tzvei psukim anald between those two psukim. The posig vehar Sinai yoshan kuloi, the first time when it says the har Sinai was engulfed in smoke, retzir ving zman matn teira. That talks about the time when the teira was given. When a yoiz de gilu yalekus fun matn teira is given b'delech mi lemailo lemato, the way godliness was revealed was from upward downward. 
ודפסק איז ממשיך בפני אשר יורד עולב השם באש. דגילו איז גבר מצד למיילו, דר אייבשטר רביל דמסוף. ונדר אוילום, דה וולד הנצאון, איז נוחדן גבן הגשמי וחומרי. וסטיל הוולד, ורי פיזיקל, ורי מונדיינד. וסטיז ניט מזוכך, ווסט אין איני ווי, אלווייטד, פיוריפייד, רקטיפייד. So when Hashem comes and reveals himself in such a presence of a physical world the way it is without any elevation, the Iber is like fire catching in a very thick item. The Pharaoh del Gilo Eleikus Dan, therefore the revelation of God then, Uvgiton dem Bitlum Kiloyen from Welt, it brought about this nullification of the world in an eighth from Ve'ar Sinai Oshan Kuloi. It was entirely smoked. Was the ribuy vegoidel oshon? That is the quantity of smoke and the way it's being explained that oshon kuloi vaist as the chumri esoilom is nid given dakum ezukach. The world was so thick, it was not delicate at all, and therefore, when godliness reached the world, the world con. was nullified in a way which reflects the idea of smoke as we said before when something is thick it takes it creates a lot of smoke in its consumption in our parasha Mishpotim is discussing what happened after Matantere when Moshe is being called up to the mountain it was already after the Tere was given which means noch dem bitl veizdake chut vos matanterot gipoilt boilom. This is after the impact that matanterot gave in the world that the world became nullified and purified by meeting godliness. Ishendan di metzies from world nita zoifil gas. Then the substance of the world is already not a thick on der iber or der mare kvoid Hashem bo eish which is spoken in Parshish Mishpatim, the appearance like fire, goyim given nita inyef an oshon mamesh, that's why it's not mentioned here smoke, nor as the Alte Rebbe writes in Teiroer, the Rebbe brings the lotion, leroiv dakusoi loi nikro batoilo b'shem oshon, ki im onon, that's why it's such a delicate smoke that it's not called smoke in the common sense of smoke, but rather it's called a cloud. Was onon weist nit of the kiloyen v'aliyeh milemata lemailo. Onon cloud does not represent the consumption of the matter, because after all, it wasn't consumed. The world was already in a state which is able to meet godliness without being completely consumed like it was when the Torah was just given. Of them is Rashi, Vieno Shotero Megale, comes Rashi and reveals to us, as Onon Zeh, Kemin Oshonu, that this cloud was also a kind of smoke. Why? A yois, as in Yono, is nidel gilo elekus milamailo. Since we are not talking about a revelation from above, Vider Onon was where Damonti de Psukim freer, like the Onon which is being spoken at the time of Matan Torah in the previous Psukim. This is already a, 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 a smoke which comes 
from the appearance of God, via Likus spoiled the beetle, the beetle in Metzias Oilam, which is via beetle, the identification is being represented into the world, is Keminoshon. It's a type of, of smoke, which means, Oich in them is doing in Yefun Oshon. After all, there is smoke, which Oshon comes a Frudius Vachrudius. There is the so-called the 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 earth and the dust and and whatever appears when you consume a substance. But when we bald, as the mechuvim from in a terra is going to make from wealth that dirlo is born betachtenim. Since ultimately the purpose of the Torah is to create a home for God done in this world, is the far on on that on on this cloud particularly in Velchot Moishot Gidafta Rangen Kedei to Mekabul Zayin Luchas VeTorah that Moshe had to get in and envelop himself in that cloud to receive the Torah. On a robbing and zeal and to bring the Torah down to this world, which is specifically needed to be done in this world, is kemin oshonu, as is a gilui milemailo of a spoiled kiloyan ubit lachoyma funivroim. And this containing that quality that, that, that accomplishes also the nullification of the nivroim. In other words, it's not like it was originally that it came to completely introduce the world with godliness and the world was contradicting it and therefore it had to be creating this heavy smoke. But after, now we're already talking about that Moshe is, um, is going up. It's not coming the Shechina down. But even Moshe going up is with the purpose to bring the terror down to the world. So even that delicate onon add in it the quality of smoke too to represent the idea that ultimately we are bringing and the the godliness into the world which creates smoke says nor it's only since it was after the revelation of Mantera already, which that brought a general nullification in the world, in the substance of the world, is the Farnid given Oshon Kuloi. It wasn't completely smoked. We based that Cholas Gili Mantera like it was in the beginning. Noblois Kemin Oshon, kind of smoke, Obera Oshon Muzain. Smoke you need to have because smoke represents the connection and the relationship that godliness has with the world, which creates smoke by bringing it to its consumption, even on a more delicate level, but ultimately they, they both, uh, they, it still has it. So the Rebbe finishes up, say, if you, the what's the lesson in our service to Hashem? What is my, what, why, what do I have to do with uh, lowly matters? If I have to descend to this world and to deal with the world, is genug the irida in azelche inyonim vozainen in the prine from chai. It's enough that I'm dealing with that which is in the world of animals, 
oder auf den Niederdicker zu mehr die World of Vegetation. Aber nicht oben zu tun, euch mit Sachen in Welt, wo dann in den Zug von Däumen. Why do I have to be involved with that which represents the inanimate world? And with C.S. Humris Beyoisa, which is such a mundane substance in welcher setzt sich nicht kein Schumchayes. That you can't see any vitality in any energy, but I feel it when she's mayor, Eish Hashem, even when the fire of God is shining, is er mitzah tivo in it can kele dazu. He is not a vessel for it. Once he's in emnit nechaz der Eish, fire doesn't catch on stone and inanimate things. As Davlein Freer, the Inyan from Mevachinley, we have to break it, to crush it, so why should I deal with that? Zogt menzei. Therefore, we tell as we move, palen, and ocean, that you have to bring about the smoke which represents the elevation in the niederlichsten Zug von Daimem in Welt, in the lowest kind of inanimate objects, while from them is, is, them is forbidden the Tachis of Matantere, because this brings about the ultimate goal of Matantere. As the Inyan Oshon, the smoke, the Kiloyen and Aliyah from Choymer Oilom, the consumption of any substance of the world, that Uf Giton Vern Nit nor in Zemeach nor Eich in Har Doimem, even a mountain, which is an element, Doimem should also carry in it the revelation of godliness, and even there we should create some type of smoke which represents the nullification of the substance in the presence of God. Kennen Sie kommen mit noch eine, are you going to come with another claim, Sie doch haben es abig im Nubel mit Snabel gehen. If you're going to deal with somebody which is so coerced, you might also get affected by it. Durch der Aveda zu pölden an Oschon in Worim Tachtoini, if you're going to be involved in creating smoke, which means to bring about even the lowest thing to get nullified to God, that you yourself are going to become kind of dirty. Wouldn't it be more appropriate not to deal with them, to stay away from them? I'm scared. It's going to impact me. Of them is their answer. So this comes the answer of this Rashi and this passion tells us Aleph number one. Hashem created for Moshe a path in the midst of the of the smoke, which means that the p'chine from Moshe, but is in the neshama from Yedon Eden, as the Alter Rebbe says, Tanya, every neshama is a level of Moshe in it. Sie sich nicht einrichten. She is not going to become dirty at all. She is not going to be affected. Sie wird bleiben rein. She is going to stay clean, while sie geht durch Schwil. The Neshama has a special path, and the path through to the smoke, this Alemol be mono ito is borech. She always remains attached and faithful with God by having the so called Shvil, the path which protects it from being affected by the smoke. That's number one. We have a Shvil. Based Nochmer, even more so. The Pnimis Enyonim. Not only the inner aspect of soul doesn't get affected, but even the revealed aspects of a person which involve themselves in elevating the world are also not affected by the smoke. But in Emerson, it is not real smoke. 
She's blois keminoshon. It's type of smoke. It is an onovus zet nor oisvi or it's a really a cloud which looks like smoke. The seist. Those was developed is malimumastir of alikus. Even you think that you didn't be that which is hiding of godliness. But it's only. This is not kemin funamitzias. It's like a something which covers. Why does it look like it covers of godliness? So the minyan from pchira, in order to have choice, so Hashem created it to look like it is a standing on its own, and maybe even contradicting godliness. Amy will give them emes if we would be able to see the truth. But the need given cannot have pchira that we would never have a chance to choose anything. And therefore, the reality is that the inner meaning of everything is taka, not something which is contradicting to godliness. It only looks like it, so we should have the ability to choose. Unachmer, even more so, does the helem kum from Gdusha, the fact that God concealed godliness, is with a purpose. This itself is a cloud of Gdusha. As Kuk Take Oizvi Oshon, it looks like and it appears like smoke, we are Khumri, like a mundane matter. But a filler nogs and kiloyen valia bleibt ibera fruits, like any gashmi is physical thing that even after it's consumed, you have the ashes which remains from it. It's only when it appears to the naked eye. However, Bipnimius, innerly speaking, it is a onon shel gedusha. It's a cloud of holiness. Vorum the ganze tachli zayner is all purpose. It's bishvil to yisefes or bigedusha to add more light in gedusha. And this is the iroh. Amimuz aranyin undurgin the moshel. The less needed we must go through that smoke. How do them is my mekabel teira. Because only the way we, we go through the smoke, that's the only way we are going to be able to receive the Torah. Moshe Rabbeinu, and same thing with the Kolech, and the Kolech, Moshe Benafshoi, and the Kabbal given the Torah, noch the Agdome from Vayovoi, Moshe Betechonon. Moshe received the Torah, and sent in the Moshe of every person. Received the Torah only when Moshe came into the cloud. Was Onon Zekim in Oshonu. That cloud is like smoke. When it moves, onkement a shvil betoychoy and attacking going into shvil. But that's how you're going to receive the Torah. Chotch. This is the show. Ubechitzoni es ayin funelim. Even temporarily and externally speaking, it looks like a concealment to godliness. Obadurach dem kumpmen tu dafke to the smoke that you climb up. You're going to spend like the pasuk continues by Moshe vayibohor. Spending 40 days and 40 nights on the mountain, and you receive the Torah in its completion. And afterwards, after you finish receiving the Torah in Pashat Mishpatim, each one draws it, the Torah, into his part in the world, but this is the Emshech for Noch, Pashat Mishpatim, that's what Pashat Mishpatim continues in Pashat Trumo. And Hashem says, make me a sanctuary. I should dwell in your meads. From the dvarim gashmim, zov, a kesev, a kuluf. From the physical, tangible 
gold and silver, macht ben amigdash lois, bodach to create a sanctuary for Hashem, was duch dem, through making the sanctuary of the physical things, filled tzichois, this fulfills the kavana, the intent of creation, which is nisave, akodesh borchu, liyos lois, bodach, dira betachtenim, which Hashem desired to have a dwelling place done here in these low worlds.